Glory Days, the best of Morning Glory with PJ and Jim on Radio Nova. Uh, how we doing, folks? Um, how's it going? Good to have you with us and everything and all that. Non, anyways, non, anyways. Um, although to be honest with you, I have to say, at the time we're recording this, I feel like um, I have nothing left to say because I'm completely talked out. Oh yeah, we've been doing loads of interviews and interviews everything today, yeah, everything and all that sort of stuff. So we've been talking. It, it, by to the way, just to point out, interviewing other people. It's not like you know anybody ever wants to talk to us and interview us. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. No, it's the other way around. Yeah, we're we're hunting them down and pinning them down. We were talking to your man Kelly from the Stereophonics and all. Yeah. He, I tell you something. I just realised now. Um, he's not the fella that sings. I, I was thinking of them uh, until after the interview. I was thinking of Radiohead again. What? I thought he was. Um, you know, I'm a creep. Is that him? No. no. I'm a weirdo. Oh What's his Stereophonics? Thank God do? you didn't bring that up in. It's a good job you didn't ask him. Come here, are you going to be playing? I was going to, but I googled it in the middle of the thing, so I, like, so we're all right. Oh don't don't worry, don't God. panic. Can it, can you imagine? What is it they did? What's their big one? Well, there's Have a Nice Day. Oh, that's a great song. Yeah, there's Handbags and Glad Rags. Oh, I love that. Oh, really? That's very God, good. so you're a fan. I wish I knew that. That's a, that's a fabulous song. Yeah, yeah, they're really, they're really good band. Yeah, exactly. It's amazing the way that works, isn't it? I might go to the gig tonight. <laughs> yeah. Oh dear. Yeah, but that's great. I, I was at a bit an event last week. I was at a, the Pride March, Dublin Pride. Was oh, out. Sh- sure. I mean, I, well, I tell you, that's not news to anybody. Considering anybody who's ever um, kind of waf- wafted across your social media will, oh. will have seen the images. Oh yeah, it was, it was gas though, because you know the way. Uh, like it was such a big event it's such a big festival event and there's people coming from all over the whole country and one of the, and it was great because there was like a, 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 what, what something that happened I didn't expect to see loads of Dublin fans who were going to Crow Park for the evening game came down to enjoy the match before or they came down the to match. enjoy the parade Ooh. beforehand it was all great fun and I was posting up on my Instagram stories all the pictures of the flags and banners and then I started getting these Instagram messages from people saying um, fair play to you PJ never knew you were gay hope you <laughs> Have a brilliant day. Uh, delighted for you. I was like, do you know something? I'm not even going to correct them. I'm loving being praised. I'm loving it. <laughs> yeah, you'll t- literally, you will take adulation in any in form. In any form, any yeah. Form I was there. Sent, I was sending back messages. Thanks a million. Means a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's great, yeah. It's taken me a while to come to terms, but now I'm proud. Yeah, now I'm... D- yeah, so se- keep sending the love. Keep sending the love, I'll take it. Yeah, I'll uh, tell you something. The only thing about it is, um, as you often say, uh, we wouldn't we wouldn't actually allow to be gay because we're just not hot enough. No, no, I'm, de- I'm not cool enough yeah, anyway. Yeah, no, that's yeah. for sure. And particularly after your dancing es- ex- escapade. Did you see that? Yeah, that was... uh, most people did. Where you were like, literally... You're, I mean, it was... Look, I'm not going to be put too fine a point out of it. It was borderline embarrassing. It was borderline. You were, you, it was. You were like that person. It's not even borderline. It's full embarrassing. You were dancing for a pint. It was like some... It was like the way they used to have to throw pennies at a lad standing and he'd have to dance for a penny. Uh, yeah. That's a, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. It was yeah. something like... Oh. We were playing bingo, you see. They, they did bingo in the pub and if two people got a house or a line at the same time, mm. you had to have a dance-off for a pint. And once again... Like I, I, I don't like dancing at any given time, but dancing at Pride 
is a different thing because because yeah. everybody else can dance. Can dance, and they're cool people. Yeah. And the last thing, and then, and the last thing, if I did win, the most uncool thing you can do is buy uh, that be a Smithix, please. It's not the coolest <laughs> drink in the world, you know. No, I know what you're saying. You know, yeah, like, yeah, it takes away that. Because yeah. like, remember the time, remember the time you and I were in town, we were doing the, uh, some sort of gig in town, and we said we'd go for a pint beforehand. Yes. Do you remember that? And we were checking out a few pubs. They were rammed because it was a Friday. Yeah, evening we went into the foggy and all. It was yeah. absolutely chock a block. Yeah. And then you remembered that the the pub in um, Street sixty six on Parliament Street. That's yeah. right. So, which is technically designated as a as a gay bar. Yeah, and that's why I love going in there for a quiet pint because yeah. I'm not cool enough for. Um, uh, for, the, for the community and it's, and ama- they, it's and amazing that when we did, yeah. when we were in there having a pint <laughs> there was a combination of looks of sympathy yeah there was yeah yeah sympathy yeah and, and bewilderment they like, were very welcoming as well very you know, welcoming very, like, yeah, it's a but, great spot it's a really it, good spot it was really like I mean there was no, you could even if you if you'd have wanted to try and pass yourself off as gay you wouldn't have been able to yeah. Because they literally would No, look at the stadium. You know you're not. Yeah, yeah. Are you joking? Yeah, I know. I know, that, that's the thing. That's why it was always... when Growing up, it was always the the ugliest looking straight lads ever that were like, gay lads better not be coming on to me. Don't worry about it. Don't yeah. worry about of it. Of all the people here, yeah. you're Trust the me. last person yeah, yeah. to worry. Because that's what they're into. Hairy belly, big fat lumps with one eye. Oh, yeah. They walk around the road and, yeah, t- yeah. and, and are afraid and ignorant to everyone. That's the most attractive trait. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. I'll <laughs> tell you something. If I was in the shower and I was came in, I'd be there, I'd box the blitting hell Don't worry about it. You're, you're safe. Yeah, yeah. You'll just Trust yeah. me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, literally, you may as well have a security guard yeah, yeah. with you because nobody's you, coming near you. You literally have as much chance of being the first Irishman on the moon as you do of that happening so don't worry about it. you carry on with your life you cloud oh, yeah. <laughs> very good yeah. by the way the other thing is um, it's not often we get a chance to do this right because when we do the, the podcast or whatever you never really have any I know that a, a few weeks back we did talk about some of the mad places that people listen to us yeah that's right, right yeah and occasionally some very nice people and I would encourage people to say this providing it's uh, or to do this providing it is nice things that you have to say uh, some very nice people will, will actually put up on social media oh I was just listening to Glory Days with PJ and Jim it was absolutely hilarious brilliant fantastic Right? Well, a lot of the time, you don't get sort of feedback, right? That's, yeah. Well, I have some feedback for oh, you. Oh, no way, you have feed- yeah. written feedback. So, I'm assuming this is on last week's episode, <laughs> okay? So, uh, Siobhan was on to say, was in a heap listening to that out walking yesterday. That's good to I'm hear. I'm going to take that as a compliment. Yeah, I can't take that as a compliment. Rather, that she was so upset she fell over. Exactly. Yeah. You know, when she was walking That she was so out- outraged <laughs> that she curled herself up yeah. to a ball and cried by the side of the road. I'm going to take it she meant laughing. Uh, <laughs> Also, um, uh, Dave was on saying probably one of the funniest podcasts, Gas. Uh, th- well, there you go. Thanks very much. You're only going to turn these into a poster, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> Start just randomly mailing people. Just mail shot people. That's right. Do you know what Dave said? You know, I tell you, Dave knows, right? If we ever do a live podcast, we'll just have like um, you know, funniest shy, Dave. Six stars. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Jesus, you're a tonic from yeah, Mary. Yeah. That's a great line for it. That's a great line for a poster. Yeah, Jesus, oh, a tonic. Jesus, or put tonic. on quotes about each other from each other. Yeah. yeah. His ma says he's good looking. Jim. About me. <laughs> That would be amazing. That would be amazing. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 For a hairy bloke, he's actually sound. PJ. Yeah, imagine PJ and Jim's show, and the quote at the bottom is probably the best show I have ever seen, including theatre and dance. PJ and Jim. (laughs) 
Uh, I'm all on for that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's I a good think that's the way forward. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Although, yeah. the thing about it is, if you did, you'd probably have to put a bit of work in if you did live shows. You know what I mean? Uh, you do, yeah. That's yeah. why it's not worth us. Yeah, that's why it's not worth us. That's why I decided to get a job where you did all the work. Because it's very difficult. I mean, you, you don't get the benefit of your weekend. And I know it's... I see it. Jim comes in every Monday tired. He's done a whole week's work. And then he's, you know, he's... He has to go yeah. on, he has to blow off some fumes. Well, I just see, you know, I, I prefer to go at a medium pace, you know. Yeah. Let the pendulum swing, not too high, not too see, low. Because that is that, it's a unique <laughs> aspect of your character, it has to be said, that like most people, you know, they spend a big chunk of their life um, striving for success. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean? And they hope that one day they'll get there and they'll be able to enjoy the fruits of that exactly, success. Exactly, yeah, ambitious, that, yeah. Uh, you know, and all that sort of stuff. And in fairness, you did, you put a lot of hard graft in, you You know, you became a, a television star, the success of Naked Camera and everything, and, and you had a, you know, became one of like one of the top 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 comedians in the country and all that sort of stuff and you, you could sell out tours all over the country and everything like that and then you went oh, I can't be arsed. I was there this is a pain in the hole this <laughs> I'm not enjoying this at all. Went, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm not enjoying this oh, at all. Watch me, I have to try again. I have to do another one. Oh, no. uh, yeah, yeah, they kept coming, man. Uh, yeah, I was like, and then they'd be saying, oh, you have a gig in England. It fucking England. <laughs> you know, you know are, are you joking me? You know how hard it is to get back from England on the same day? You can't do it, you have to stay there and no. all. Oh, jeez, I wasn't able. Yeah. And then, you know, then, like, I've never known. I mean, it's, it's extraordinary. People say to you, you know, like, well, no, obviously we'll put you up. We'll get you a hotel and everything. Oh, no. What's the, like, stay over. Yeah, yeah. Like, and not be in my own. I did. I remember touring China and Canada and all. It was a pain in the arse. Like, it was, like, it was, uh, I was always thinking you must, you must be the hardest business sell if somebody if somebody's trying to you know like um, you, you, you sold successful videos and DVDs and you know you could sell out like in other words you, you have the, 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 the literally the elements the raw elements of, of success and money making at your fingertips and you're going ah no thanks yeah, but I, le- I, th- I think I'll just leave it yeah, I'm alright yeah I, I think you know you're alright yeah thanks give it to someone that deserves it or that you know that, that wants it yeah I'd rather just you know, I'd much rather just come in here and do your head in every day. It's much more pleasurable. Why make a million people happy when you can make one man truly miserable? <laughs> a million strangers. What does a million smiles on a million strangers' faces mean to me? Nothing. I, I can come in here and just watch Jim Wither with my bullshit every day. Like right. erosion hitting a rock. Tell you something, you are, you're uh, some version of a Dalai Lama. You are. <laughs> Come in with quotes like that. Right, listen, come here. I tell you what, we'll give you a few of the best bits of um, of last week's show. Good crack as always last week uh, on uh, on Morning Glory. So a few of the things we ended up talking about. Um, I'm going to see if these ring any bells for me. <laughs> uh, cats. No, nothing on that. Yeah, no cats. We were talking. <laughs> what were we talking about, cats? I, I was just about to tell you, and then I realised I forgot as well. But it's uh, something about cats. It's very important about cats. Yeah. yeah. I, I, yeah, I, look, I would advise you to listen to it anyway Because whether you're a fan of cats or not a fan of cats This one could have gone either way And we don't know So I'd go with it anyway I, yeah. uh, I do remember though Speaking about <laughs> one of PJ's great heroes uh, Barry Manilow Yes And uh, one of his less heroes Chris Martin Can't stand that lad <laughs> Uh, and and their impromptu appearances. Yeah, you'll hear about this. Yeah, that, that led us down a weird. Doing road. an Ed Sheeran the two of them. That led us down a weird road. There was also, a t- it's, I mean, to be fair, uh, you're not necessarily renowned as religious. <laughs> I'm not, yeah, I'm, uh, to yeah. say the least. But for some reason, we ended up talking about the Pope. Yeah, we were talking about the Pope because the Pope had uh, 
was being contacted for something that essentially uh, you think he'd have better things to do, really. Uh, and I'm sure he thinks he's got better things yeah, to I'm do. Yeah, I'm sure he would. To yeah. be perfectly honest with you. But nonetheless, um, it was an unusual um, solution to, to a very Irish problem. Uh, but anyway, so we'll hear about that with the Pope. And also, um, flying in the face of what we thought was kind of, you know, accepted um, kind of fact uh, when it comes to, you know, how to behave on a first date. Yeah. Apparently, we've been doing it wrong for ages. Of course you should. They're saying you should. Well, I'll let you hear anything over a French and a bit of outside knocker is too much I'm sorry it's just too much outside yeah, yeah outside outside duty if you're left and you ask permission for that uh, and I tell you something <laughs> uh, anything more than that you, it's, it's too much uh, yeah so this this one came as a bit of a shock to you didn't it it did yeah you're not into that he's not the better of it not at all I'm a, I'm a little Frenchie on the street corner and a good luck and can I have your phone number and do it all again the next day You've plenty of time for that. Have a listen, and we'll talk to you on the other side. Glory Days. The best of Morning Glory with PJ and Jim. On Radio Nova. To be honest with you, the way, the way the housing market is here, maybe there won't be many people out there looking to buy a house at the moment. But if you are yeah. lucky enough to be in the position where you might be, you know, thinking about, you know, sticking a bid in on something or, or whatever it might be. Yeah. Um, a big part of it, whatever about your lovely house, What's either side of it, Exactly, PJ? yeah. That's hugely important because we get we forget. You'd start looking at the inside and go, oh, we could do this and we could put that there and we could, you know, have a lovely Volavon couch or whatever they're called. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, wow. all these places. And you never think about the neighbours and it's, they're saying, you must ask about the neighbours. Right. And there's things you need to know about your neighbours before you move into an area because they cause of course they can make or break your living situation. Well you know? they tell you the truth though. Whoever you're buying it off. If you're buying yeah, if you're I, buying it off the original owners, if you're buying it off an estate agent, is anybody ever going to turn around and go, No, you're gonna have a lot of problems with the with, with that the shower. On, with the ones on the left. But yeah, but even it's not even so much it's anti social, it's just stuff that might annoy you a bit, you know. Right. So ask, like, for instance, um the neighbours seem nice, do they have barbecues at all? And so it sounds like you would want to be involved. Ah. You know. And so then you find out they're sort of party central in the back garden. Yeah, and if your underpants are gonna smell like rashers all the time. <laughs> When you have the washing out. You have the yeah. washing out and then the smoke is coming over the fence. And yeah, yeah. You go to put on a new pair of strides and you realise you're sitting on the mm, bus and you go... Smoky bacon. Yeah, you're there's smoky bacon trousers on you. <laughs> or whatever. You know, you want to know right. if that's going to be so a very a regular... So way of finding out if they're... Yeah, these things, you know. So, and they also say, um, you, you, if you can, uh, it's worth asking in some roundabout way. Do they um, spend a lot of time in bed to do with them? <laughs> You know. Oh, really? Yeah. Similar to that story we had last week. Yeah, exactly. That because your man who had to cut his grass every time they got up to no good next door. Exactly. It's exactly like that. Because right. if they do, you know, if they're a particularly sleepy couple, let's say. <laughs> or uh, active in their sleep. If, let's say if insomnia is a, yeah. is a bit of a thing. They're in bed a lot, but there's not a lot of sleeping going on. I hear you. If that's going on, uh, and like since, let's face it, the first recession and that... Some of the houses don't exactly have the thickest of walls. I know, yeah, yeah. And it's basically, you know, two sheets of kitchen towel between essentially, <laughs> separating them. And the last thing you want to hear when you're watching EastEnders is um, somebody having a, um, you know, a sort of naked foray. <laughs> You know, in the room next door. Right. You know, so there's that. Uh, they say you should definitely do that. Um, you should ask the name of the cat because if they have a cat, that cat's going to be in your house more than theirs. You know, the way cats are, they pretty much. That's run. a way of finding out if they have any, uh, pets and stuff. Isn't yeah, it? yeah. And it right. also because it's, cats are. They're not like dogs. Dogs are so like cats are. It's like a protection racket. You know, the way a cat can knock around to a neighbour and go, <laughs> Felt. 
Uh, you, know, you know that sort of thing. Yeah, it's one of the more unusual cat sounds I think I've ever heard. But yeah. Nah. What was that? Unusual cat. What was I? Yeah. What was I thinking? Meh. You know when the cat comes round the house. Meh. <laughs> very Dublin cat. Yeah, with a very I'm, specific set of needs. Yeah, not very good at that. Anything else then to watch for? Yeah, yeah. How rich they are because it's um, which is a good thing because I'm like this now. So how do you find that? You say out straight. Oh, no. What do they, they work at? You know, you don't oh, have right. to know what they work at and that sort of thing. Because yeah, yeah. you know the way sometimes in the garden, for instance, like I'd arrive with my dog and all that, right? Yeah. And this happened before with me. I was very lucky. Okay. I arrived with the dog, and new neighbour moved in next door, and uh, she was like, "Oh, you have a dog? I don't. Dogs aren't my thing." But there was no fence between us. Oh right. And I was like, "Oh, this, how unfortunate." Yeah, and she was like, oh, "Yeah, it's just it's your part of the land, you know." She put up the thing. I went, "Yeah, that's very unfortunate." And she ponied up for the fence. Oh, did she? She built the fence, right? So it should have been you, should it? Yeah, it was on your bit. It's technically on my bit, and she still repairs it in case the dog gets into her garden. Great. And I wouldn't and mind that's because the, she's got a few quid. I wouldn't mind only the dog had never actually got into her garden. I was kind of putting the poo in her garden so she would build the fence. <laughs> It's the very best of Morning Glory with PJ and Jim. On Radio Nova. Um, there's a little story of, um, I suppose even, look, come on, the most famous of faces you know, occasionally need a little sustenance. Yeah, they do. I love this story. So uh, it's just a very regular pub in the Midlands of England. Nothing very special about it. A roadside boozer. Um, do a bit of food every so often. And um, yesterday, they were open. Not a lot happening. And uh, in walks Barry Manilow. And Barry Manilow. Yeah, Barry Manilow just walks in and he sits down and goes, uh, they were like, uh, can I help you? He goes, yeah, fish and chips and a cup of tea, he said. Right. Uh, and then he had a, a, a point and uh, he was um, just sitting there minding his business and nobody could believe it was him. They were like, oh my God. I'm not surprised. Yeah, they were like, Barry. and apparently they just couldn't believe it was him. So it was like that. Was, so they were doing that thing. By the way, is, it, it, is, it, is it him, is it? No, it couldn't be him. <laughs> Who else would come into this pub with a spangly jacket and a huge he did, not, did he have a spangly jacket? No, I don't know. I don't. <laughs> oh, please let that be the... Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. So, and the frilly shirt. Yeah, you imagine, that yeah. That would have been amazing. Coming in, he was free. Yeah, the whole... Yeah. And then, yeah, dropping hints still. What yeah, did we yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. You'd yeah, be yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> Walking up and going, is Mandy on? Yeah, Mandy. Be like, it's now Mandy works here. No, no. It's raining outside. Never rains in California, though, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've been dying for a pint. In fact, I can't smile without one. <laughs> yeah. You know. Did this place used to be the Copa? Copa Cabana? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and they're still going, I don't know if that's yeah, Barry Manilow. Yeah, yeah. It looks pretty like him, though. Yeah, it's just... Because the gas thing about it is, coincidentally, I saw a thing on social media yesterday, right? And there was this, uh, this again, really average run-in-the-mill boozer somewhere in England. Yeah. Right, was, was beside itself because Chris Martin from Coldplay wandered in. Did he? Oh, yeah, and, and he just, we wandered in for a jar or whatever. And, um, <laughs> sorry, Anto's just caught me eye there. He uh, once though did Barry Mallow go in and order a pina colada. <laughs> But anyway, sorry. So anyway, Chris Martin walks in and um, and they were saying he was a lovely, lovely fella. But the, the table he sat at, you know, it was one of these pubs that had 
you know, like a piano. Of course. It was, it was there for, or, you know, like more as an ornament. Yeah, you know, the way, yeah. Like the way pubs have all this kind of bric-a-brac stuff yeah. or whatever. But he, but he actually started playing it. <laughs> What's your name again? Hannah. Hannah. And Jeremy. Jeremy. You'll get married in a minute. In, no, 28th of August. Oh, yeah, so, like, he's doing yeah. the foods. Yeah. Yeah. And that's Alfie's piano. Because <laughs> 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 you're a sky, oh, you're a sky. In the pub in England. Piano could do with a bit of tuning. Yeah. So he's playing it for your woman because she's getting married. Fair play to him. Fair play, that annoys me now. sitting the other end of the pub going shut up clear what he walks in for a jar right and he's like yeah I'll go for a pint and he just happens to sit at the piano and he's looking around and then someone goes are you Chris Martin oh what a coincidence I have a piano right here and they're like oh no way and he goes are you getting married oh you're not gonna believe it I've got a song about you oh shut up Chris Martin he went in there to get noticed and attention. So Barry that, Manilow has a fish and chips and a spangly jacket. He mind his own business. And then here's this Jaffy Jofer so, going in. So you're saying Barry Manilow walking in in a spangly jacket and a frilly shirt is less conspicuous than Chris Martin sitting down at a piano. Yeah, yeah, but... It just happened to be there. Yeah, imagine Barry Manilow just happened to sit next to an acoustic guitar. <laughs> Would you get out of it? He, had a, he was dying to make a show of himself. Oh, that's unbelievable. That annoys me. Now, I'd be sitting there with Barry Manilow having me fish and chips and, even he, and he'd be going, who's your man? I'd be like, don't worry, Barry. Don't worry about him. He's an attention seeker, I'd say. Glory days. The best of Morning Glory with PJ and Jim. On Radio Nova. Uh, this next story, I have to say, that, that we've just found, I think probably qualifies. I don't know where it came from, PJ, necessarily, but I think it's the most Irish story you could ever invent. Same here, yeah. Because it it literally has everything that you could... The ultimate in Irishness, which is uh, Mammy's Boys and the Pope. And the Pope, yeah. I mean, uh, are there any more Irish ingredients? You no, know, and he's like, uh, I guess Italian boys and a lot of sort of Catholic it, countries, I suppose, are, that. Is it, is it a what are seen to be... Uniquely Irish thing, though, is it? I don't know. I think it might be an Italian thing as well. As well. Mammy's just, they they look at Mammy's boys. It's such a real thing in the world, isn't it? Yeah. And the Pope is now saying, he said uh, yesterday in the service, he goes, listen, he's 85 years old. He goes, will you stop ironing your son's shorts, for God's sake? <laughs> he's they, Well, he didn't say it quite like that. But he said, uh, don't let men take the easy road and be running back to their mammies when they have moments of difficulty. Uh, he goes, we see so many young uh, men nowadays that don't have the courage to get married. And their mothers are contacting me, he says. And they're saying, listen, would you speak to my son? He, he's not, he's 37 years old and he's still living in the house and he, he, he won't get married. And the Pope says, he always answers by going, but Signora, he says, Signora. Don't be ironing his shorts. You have to make the first move by sending them out. Throw them out of the nest. 
you know, and it, this <laughs> this is like such well, an amazing story. Isn't is, it? I, uh, just, I know you're saying it's probably a, it probably does exist. Yeah, the Italians are very family orientated. It's probably as a well. similar situation there. But the idea of lads just not wanting to leave home because they'd have to look after themselves. And then, yeah. that's one side. That's Irish personified in itself, right? But then the fact of, of the ma contacting the Pope. The Pope! <laughs> the, uh, what I, the, why are you, why are you asking me for? Imagine I don't even have kids. You have a 37-year-old son, you're going, do you know what I'm doing? If you don't go out and get your own place, I'm calling the Pope. I'm calling the Pope. It's literally, <laughs> you know like? It's like the adult equivalent, right? Yeah. Of saying to a young child, if you don't behave yourself, right, I'm ringing Santa. I'm going to ring Santa. I'm going to tell him that you're misbehaving. It is, yeah. And you're not. Your Santa won't bring you your toys. Yeah. If you're not, you, you, the I, man, the man, yeah. he'll get you. So Don't be doing that. The man over there will come over so, and he lift you out of it. So, Sandy, a 37 year old son. That's. Uh, I'll tell you something. You don't start washing up after yourself. I'm ringing the Pope. And imagine actually doing it, ringing the Vatican. Come here. You couldn't put us onto the Papa there for a second, could you? What's it about? Uh, who, yeah. Who's this? You know, um, no, it's nothing presidential or any, you know, just a, yeah. I have a young fella here. Um, after ironing the shirt, he still won't go on a date. I can't get him out of the house. Like, Unreal. Yeah, they contacted well, I didn't know you could actually do I didn't know you could randomly contact the Pope anyway. But I assume that when he, like, they don't ring him. No, apparently a lot of it happens when, you know the way he, every so often he goes down and he does the shaky hand he going through the crowd. Right. You know, and the, and the L ones will go, you don't have a few minutes, do you? They do this. You don't have it. You couldn't, you know, pick your what brains. What about? Yeah, so when he's doing this thing, you know, and, and everyone's just going, oh, pop, pop, pop. I'll tell you something. Uh, my, my Tony, uh, he's, um, I, I, like, he's in his late 30s now, and he's still, he's still, what, he's still no side of me. Yeah, yeah. My, yeah, yeah. Then, why, why do you think he hasn't found a woman? I don't know. He's just, he was out marching there on Saturday with his friends. And <laughs> I just, like, I, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there, he, could, there could be could be something in that. He just he just hangs around with these lads all the time, you know. He wears like these hot pants and everything, and they're having a yeah. great time together. Yeah. And, and I, I mean, he's very attractive because like he's really colourful. Yeah, yeah. I know. think he's going to join the. He wants to join the navy. I think with the hat he wears. You know, <laughs> when he goes dancing, they're going. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, no yeah. yeah so maybe it's nothing to do with the shorts. Yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> but it's mad to think. Like that he makes me iron his rubber shorts before he goes out to the club. <laughs> <laughs> and I've ruined loads of them. And very hard to get the rubber sitting on, on, on an iron. Rubber, you know. Very hard to get the rubber sitting on an iron. Yeah, yeah. But um, so they reckon that it's actually because so he may El Papa or Il Papa or whatever he is yeah. reckons that it's down to them being too well looked after. He thinks they're too well looked they after. They don't want. I want to, what like, mammy's boys. Yeah. You, I mean, did you say that they were scared of marriage? That's that's probably very wise. Yeah, yeah, it's probably not a t- you know it's a big contract. Do you know what I mean? There's two contracts of you, know, I, you, yeah. I, you can sign in your life. One of them is like a mortgage, and the other one is a is a marriage. It's easy to get out of a mortgage. You just run away <laughs> to another country, leave the key in the house, and leg it. They, you know they can't find you. Yeah. you Getting out of a marriage takes a little bit more dodging. You know, so I, maybe it's uh, maybe waiting uh, a little while longer is no problem. You know, just had a uh, WhatsApp in from um, from Paddy saying that if uh, if he was a son involved. In that scenario, he'd be just saying, look, Papa, don't preach. Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> <laughs> oh, party. Oh, I know. Oh, my God. I know. It'd be, it might, it'd be great, though, if it was like, um, if, if you could get it to the stage where the Pope actually rang back. It would be brilliant, stick yeah. Stick me on to him. What's his name? Yeah, stick me on to Kevo there. Right, yeah. how are you, Kevo? What's the crack? Yeah. Il Papa here. Come here, listen. Sort yourself out, will you? Start doing your own washing. Get out. Find yourself a, a partner in life. 
and mo- leave your poor mother alone. She's distraught yeah. looking after you. Come over and stay with me and the lads here in Italy for a few days. We'll send you out, you know. we we'll do a bit of that. What uh, they should do is, anyway, I, I assume the other thing is, remember you told that story of your man, of your mate who kept eating the jelly? Remember that, lad? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and he ran the jelly department. His father. That's right. Yeah. So it's it's kind of the equivalent of that, isn't it? It's like, like if you, how, how much, you must be really at your last wit's end if you resort to ringing the Pope yeah, if, to I know, try and sort it. You've out spoken your, to everyone. Yeah. yeah. You've spoken to you've spoken to your husband and all. You've spoken to the brothers and sisters, the whole lot. Yeah, gotten advice maybe from, you know, whatever. The local <laughs> parish priest and all. He's there going, I don't know, this is above my pay grade. I don't know what we're going to do. Yeah. I only do exorcisms. Trying to get a young lad to get married is way beyond anything I can do, you know. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's yeah. kind of like, it's almost like going a level above, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. You'd, yeah. You'd have to go, oh no, that's, oh, that's a big one now. You'll have to go straight, oh, that, straight to the top for that one. Straight to the top for weddings. I just, yeah. I, I mean, I, maybe they assume that the Pope then just re- gets onto God and goes, listen, your man Kevo O'Leary there is absolutely driving his man around the bend. S- send something down, will you? Yeah, no. Angel or something. No worries, yeah. I'll send someone his way, yeah. yeah. Someone just like his mother. She'll be ironing the shorts from now on. <laughs> It's the very best of Morning Glory with PJ and Jim. On Radio Nova. Delicate one, this. Uh, we were talking about the um, the heartbreak pill earlier on, so that, you know, if a, if a relationship has come to an end and you're heartbroken and all that sort of stuff, allegedly this pill that was going to supposedly take away all of the all of the heartbreak, it's going to remove all the pain. Yeah, yeah. Right? That was at one end. Now the other end of the relationship. This is the other supposedly end. Supposedly you're only going in. Yeah, feel like supposing you're only starting off. Supposing it's literally like day one, date one. Exactly. I, Interesting piece of information. This. I don't know what the world's coming to. <laughs> I don't know what the world's coming to. That you read are this. You shocked, are you? I'm shocked. Yeah. That I'm reading this story in the national newspaper. I'm. 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 I'm shocked, and I'm as appalled as that woman who who couldn't believe there was no kettles in America. Yeah. Uh, Does this affect you on a primal level? Did it? This affects me on a guttural and primal level. Yeah. I'm appalled. Because now they're saying, after all these years of courting and, uh, you know, going out and with each other. being a gentleman Being everything. a gentleman and, uh, you know, keeping your hands to yourself for a while and making it. The longer you wait, the better it is and all that. Yeah, yeah. Saving yourself till after <laughs> Yeah, uh, Yeah, all of that, which, you know, that's mad. That's like turning up for the F1 with an L plate on the car. That's insane <laughs> stuff. But, uh, yeah. but now, so you're not that outraged. Yeah, I'm not that outraged. <laughs> But they're now saying if you want your relationship to, to last, you're um, you're better off doing a bit of indoor camping on the first date, is what they're saying. <laughs> indoor camping. Yeah, that's the. Uh, wow, that's a new euphemism. That's well, a new one you've introduced well, to, I, the, to I, the party. I, I'm just, we're going to have to eventually do. We'll have to do. Um, um, you know. Uh, uh, a choice or something, and we'll have to we'll have to have a, a, a vote yeah. on appropriate phrases to be used when we're trying to talk about what's been referred to as mommy and daddy time, uh, indoor, uh, um, well, camping. Indoor in camping. Just now, we also called us rubby rubby wrong wrong once, <laughs> which was one of my favourites. I have to I have to confess that was one of my favourites. Rubby rubby wrong wrong was was very good. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I look, there's been many titles, but I think you yeah. know where we're going with this. Yeah. Playing the trouser banjo and all these things, but I think well, a bit a bit of. Willy camping is what we'll call it for this one. Oh, is you it? Know. Right, Because yeah, okay. you do, I, I, you pitch a tent of sorts, anyway. Right. But yeah, you're, uh, so they're saying you should do it now on the first day if you want your relationship to last longer. So they're saying couples um, stay together for at least two years if they do it on the first day. I don't believe this for an instant. This is just he, this is some fella now Surely trying. that's speculative. I mean, it depends on, well, not to put too fine a point on it, it depends on how good or bad it is, really. And let's face it, the first time is never great, yes. I mean, you have a spell. I always find with relationships, there's a spell. 
you know, the start is terrible. And then you kind of walk each other out and you learn the three moves that you like. And then that's good for a while. And then you just kind of think, oh, I wish you'd go out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Not to me. Yeah. You have a I, spell. I remember you saying to one of your stand-ups once, you, you'd just rather get a Chinese. You'd rather get Chinese. Yeah, it's like that. It is like that, isn't it? You kind of go... Do you, do you want to go upstairs and have a bit of ooh? Do you want to be, do pitch the old tent upstairs? And she's like, no, nah, but I'd love a chow man. Yes, I would. Like yeah, that, I see, but, yeah, good call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good but, call. And then you, but then you go, but now you know it's going to be two weeks because you get that on a Friday. And normally we we go upstairs on a Friday. And now it's, you know, it's, it sounds like one week you miss, but it's actually two. So just so you're aware. Wow. That's... Yeah. Chip, yeah. that sounds like you're, you're one step away from an Excel spreadsheet. Well, look, because I'm I'm out with the lads on on the Friday after that again. Yeah, now. Well, I can pencil you in after a cut the grass next Tuesday. Four. Yeah. <laughs> or actually, to be honest with you, um, you know you're playing late on the Saturday. Half time, maybe. Yeah, and to be honest with you, that's all the disappointment I can take this week. <laughs> you down even more. Yeah. So, so the secret then, to, apparently, to a good relationship is that it, it goes totally against the idea of saving yourself and, as you say, you know, whatever, getting to know each other on a on a, a you know a, a personality basis. Yeah, they say get, sort of get it out of the way. It's literally, go straight in with the old sort of yeah. What's the old? Uh, it's a bit like it's a bit like they're actually saying. You remember, you know that mad show that's on Channel Four. Uh, the naked dating one. I do know that show. Where they reveal bits That's outrageous, of <laughs> that show. Bits of people. You see their bits before you see their face? Yeah. I think that's that's wrong. Well, is this not is this not a version of that of sort so it's I like it listen, is. Yeah. So you you'd literally walk in, you'd you meet somebody under I was gonna say under Cleary's clock. <laughs> in the nip. That's what I'm saying. I'll be under the clock. You'll know me. I won't have a stitch on. Yeah, you'll know me because I'll have me full man vegetables on display yeah. and uh, you know Yeah. I'll just, you won't mistake me. I'll be holding I a coffee a, in front of myself. I have a mole on my hip. <laughs> yeah, I'm totally identifiable. Yeah, and you go. Straight, so yeah, listen. Be, be, um, I know we want to. We might go for a drink later or whatever, but we'll get, we'll go straight upstairs. We'll, we'll go straight upstairs. Yeah, yeah, and see whether it's bother. Whether we'll bother booking dinner. Yeah, come on, then we rock down the Gresham. See if we can save on the cheesecake later. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is it's mad I, I think it's mad they're also saying that couples who wait up well, to I'm a year it's mad. I'm saying you know obviously if that's happened for you and it's worked out for you great it's just it, it'll be a weird one to kind of you know it seems a weird one to sort of pitch early doors well, I don't yeah I yeah I, yeah. I, I wouldn't be me now anyway I'd, I'd, I'd be thinking you know, you know I'd be attracted to them <laughs> yeah, you'd be still yeah, yeah. do you know why if somebody said that to you if you rocked up and somebody said to you like, well listen you know should we just do you want to just Skip dinner and, you know, head upstairs. What? Skip dinner? Yeah, dinner. I don't know how long I've been looking forward to eating in this restaurant. Yeah, I, I'm starving. I haven't eaten since lunchtime. And now you want to go up and play trails and banjos. I mean, I, not, I will not. And anyway, I don't trust anyone who finds me attractive. <laughs> There's something going on there. You know, I know you're yeah, up to something. And I certainly don't trust anybody who doesn't enjoy their dinner. Yeah, you're someone who skips a dinner. Are you saying you ate before you came here? You were, you were, get out of it. Yeah, you're a liar. You're a liar. Come on, you do whatever you want upstairs. I'm going for a walk. I'll bring you back chips. <laughs>
Glory Days, the best of Morning Glory with PJ and Jim on Radio Nova. Uh, so there you have it, folks. Uh, just a small selection. Um, apologies if your favourite bit wasn't in there, but just a small selection of some of the bits and bobs from Morning Glory last week. Yeah, we quite, you can't fit them all in, but that's a, I think that's a good summary of the week, really. Yeah, yeah, not bad at all. Not bad yeah, at all. Well, and, and, and in terms of like uh, future plans, is there anything you want to share with us? What I ask you this all the time, and you, you know, you never normally do share, to be honest. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm on the me way to see uh, I'm on my way to Belfast this weekend to see the most unlucky man in the history of the universe so I'm going up to see him when are we going to get him on the show uh, so, as soon as possible it's just hard to get him here because that could happen on the way down yeah. uh, so I'll tell you something This it's funny the, the, the guy that uh, PJ's talking about is I've never met him and yet he is probably my favourite funny person yeah, of all time it's like you, Jim said earlier on he's, he's so unlucky that when you talk to him on the phone bad things happen to you <laughs> That's how it looks. That's how it looks. His, his bad luck can actually radiate out. He's like the Bermuda Triangle yeah. of bad luck. I swear it can to get God, sucked into us. He's of. possessed by negative energy. Love him. He's absolutely brilliant. Yeah, you always feel lucky after hanging out with him. I, I can't you. wait to get him on the show. Although they do say never meet your heroes. Yeah, no, he, this fella won't let you. I guarantee. <laughs> wait, this fella. I swear to God, if if there was a if someone walked in here with an AK forty seven and shot everyone, he, yeah. he'd catch twenty bullets and no one else would get hit. I mean, once. I was got, like, <laughs> just to help people understand um, a kind of a little bit about him. I was trying to think, but there's actually there's so many of the stories you've told me about him, and they're and the fact that the matter is they're true. They're all true. They're not yeah. his stories made up as in you know as part of a stand up routine. No, no, they're actual life stories. Yeah, he had to go to the toilet in his trousers and flood the clampers. A horse robbed his notes going to a gig once. Yeah, he, like, he ran out of petrol halfway from Belfast. He had to walk through a field to get petrol, and he got to the station and it was closed. And then he got he got done for. For leaving the vehicle, he, like, oh, he, everything bad happens to this man. I love him. He got he brought everyone out for a free meal last year, and every and, and he got punched in the face by a man sitting at the table. Like it just like, is never I'm ending. I'm actually so looking forward to PJ coming back from that visit just to hear the stories. I'm I feel like I'm the one going away. His fucking dog <laughs> left him for another man. I forgot to tell you that one. His dog, his dog left him for another man. He was living with, a, with an owl lad in London and he took his dog over and then the dog didn't want to go for walks anymore. And your man says, I'm going to have to look after your dog. He's like, I can't even fucking believe it. He just signed to an agent in London and he got a heart condition and ended up in the hospital for six weeks. Like, you see what I mean? The man is just, oh, I can't wait to meet him. Anyway, right, listen, you go do that and bring back the stories and we'll feck off. And yeah, do yeah. Else. I'll see you next week. You've been listening to Glory Days, the best of Radio Nova's Morning Glory with PJ and Jim. Catch the show live weekdays, 6 to 10, on FM, online at nova.ie, or on the Nova app.